right and the left. That's correct. You are. Because you're living on a line. It's a linear expansion in this direction and the other one. It has infinite length but infinitesimal gain. Timeline Only one dimension for you to meet your friends in meters on the line. Let him hear us stretch. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's very, that would be very intimate, right? If we go, oh, right in the ear. Oh, did somebody hear my spine pop on that one? Who? We should this include a 15, guy minute, show. 15 minute warm up and stretch session a before stretch podcasting session? so that we don't, you know, what that, that could be. Can a, we get our people doing in the union seat? Because most of them are driving. Injury prevention protocol. Here's what you got to do if you're driving right now. Take your hands off the steering wheel and give a big, <laughs> big reach up to the sky. Oh, Take your man, hands off dude. the steering wheel. Next, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do calf raises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, uh, right foot calf raises. All right, we're gonna need you. All right, hold that for thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Hands up above your head, not on the steering wheel. Oh. oh man, yeah. that was good. Very good. Good stretch sesh, fellas. Good stretch sesh. Um, Aaron, great to have you back on the show. It's good to be back. Um, you've been away from us for a, a period of time. I've selected a particular story j- just for you. Oh, yeah? Um, just for you. So I think you're really going to like that. But first of all, I want to give a big fucking shout out. We have a birthday for a friend of the show. John Fetterman's birthday Fettermania. is yesterday. Oh, man. Yeah. One so- more circle around the sun for I'm that gonna that say he's, day. I'm going to say he's 26 years old. <laughs> <laughs> just rich. Just a does a of lot of stretching. Real, yeah, really a lot healthy. Of stre- he's a big stretcher. Yeah. <laughs> big That's stretcher. Why. Aaron, you better lower the gain on those headphones because uh, now that you're back after three episodes and I can hear myself again, I'm already trying, being driven completely nuts. All right, how's that? <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Oh, that's so loud. Everybody can hear me twice. Why do you do this to our listeners? I can't. You can't hear me through him? No, I cannot. You ever consider that's because my voice through him and my voice through me is coming at you at the same time? It's possible. You're speaking through us. Well, I guess I'm going to have to do more editing. Aaron, it's okay that you only come on once every four episodes because it takes me like a minute per minute. (laughs) (laughs) One to to one ratio. Yeah, it's real bad, but we're going to move through it. Um, so, yeah, happy birthday to John Fatterman. I was talking to my coworkers today, uh, yesterday. We had a couple of thoughts and questions. The first one was brought up by more of a normie coworker. I, when I wanted to get in some answers on this for the show. Which of these two things would more greatly change your opinion about everything. Option number one, that ancient aliens existed. Option number two, that aliens have only recently visited. Hmm. Um, do you want me to go? Go ahead. I think it would, um, it, it, it would change my perspective uh, if it was determined that aliens only started recently visiting only because as we all know, aliens are demons and yep. we also already know that demons were rampant, you know, in, in, in the ancient times. Prehistoric era. Yeah. So for them I... to start suddenly manifesting now, that would have some implications. Probably. Does that kind of blow up your alien, your aliens or demons theory? If you just said aliens, if demons were very prominent in the past, but all aliens have only been showing up today. I mean, they, been, there can be other demons. I mean, they've been manifesting class. themselves in ancient times. Only reason I brought this up was because um, another normie coworker of mine thought about this question while as I embark on reading Twilight of the Gods by Eric Von Daniken. Um, I don't really know what it's about, but do you guys remember like back in 2012 
it was the i wish this show was around in 2012 it was the peak alien year do you remember this 2000 well of course we had the mayan calendar the mayan calendar yes the mayan calendar big big year for that i really wish we were around for that but anyway that was my first question the second one is is more more recent um another friend of the show tiffany gomez um they discovered her uh from that video in the airplane talking about this motherfucker is not real they discovered her tiff um they they won't leave her alone so she put out a video about how she had a good time with the memes but also they were hurtful (laughs) a woman can't make up her mind um but it brought up a question and this is a real question we haven't teased this one out we've talked about her before but Yes. Now that we have more videos of the event and her subsequent, like, ha- have you, first of all, I guess I have to ask, have you seen more videos of the event? No, but I'd like to. Did you, <laughs> did, you didn't see her in the airport? No. Okay. There's more videos. The videos of, of actually her in the airport. In DFW, too. 40 minutes from uh, my house. Is that where it was? It's got to be. She you was flying pick American. Up a, pick up a shift at the airport. <laughs> Maybe she's a frequent flyer through their car. Mm-hmm. Um, the question was if you haven't seen the videos it's harder to gauge this but you can still play around with this in your head of course feel free to take some time to really think about it I want to discuss this what could that woman have seen to justify the reaction she had now think about it I'll explain my context for asking the woman is being very shadowy about what she was doing in the apology or whatever video where she goes like, I had a fucking freak out on the plane. You know, it is what it is. She's does not say at any point in the video, what provoked the freak out in the first place in any video, we have no images of what she was pointing at or towards. So some people think like me ambien, she was seeing things, maybe alien demons. Some people think, she was doing this as a marketing stunt, right? What would have justified that reaction, assuming she was really talking about something or someone? Man, that's a, that's a really good question. Because claiming that he's not real is so is yes. such a strange, strange thing to say. <laughs> like It is. It's not like that guy has a bomb jacket on or something. Yes. Like, you know, like it's, a, it's, it's, it's such it's a, a vague... It's... What does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that mean? So, is, is he not physically real? Like, is it a ghost? Uh, is it right? Uh, is it a guy with his? Did his head turn three hundred and sixty degrees? Oh, around? right, 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 right. Yeah, that would definitely be justify. That would justify her her reaction of saying this. That motherfucker is not real, even though yeah. it would be a clumsy choice of words. Yeah, but what else would you say if you were freaking out in the moment? Yeah, you know, that's you- what that's what I'm. So here, that's what one of the points that I thought about was. That motherfucker is not real. Could be some kind of colloquial, like not it's real. It's not a like, real human. It's not a real. It's not the real thing that should be sitting there in that seat. If your friend ever does something to betray you, you could say something like, "You're you're not real, man. You're fake." I think to you're answer this question, it, it's it's pretty simple. You need to take either Chantix or Zoloft, watch that mm-hmm. video, and then sleep in a very uncomfortable position. And uh, just have the most vivid nightmares you can imagine. Chantix. And then, um, Ch- is it Chantix for quitting smoking? Non-smoking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did make, yeah, it, it does make people hallucinate. But it's funny to think that she has to take Chantix before she gets on a plane. Or so <laughs> It makes you, it makes you hallucinate that you're smoking. That's why it works so well. <laughs> <laughs> so my thought was Ambien, but Aaron, you're suggesting that not, not even a. a uh, Something that makes you hallucinate, but not something that a person would use to try to no, I'm handle a plane flight. No, I'm saying to answer the question of what what could she have been seeing that wasn't right. real. I see. Oh, that oh, is the way that we okay. would answer that question. Well, is. So you're saying it was a hallucination of some kind? Um, it was a thing that she could see that others couldn't. Yeah, it was either a hallucination or uh, she was getting attacked by what? By a demonic entity of what kind of? By what? Come on. Yeah, I, I don't that really would have didn't. still fallen into the hallucination category oh, just because oh, I don't are they just hallucinations yeah, yeah. bird well in the sense that you can detect them but others can't yeah that's all I mean 
But I see what you mean. It has to be, you're saying it has to be some invisible force. Yeah. Car Campit and I are thinking it could be a physical John Fetterman kind of guy who unscrews his head and then puts a new one on. Oh, like a real person that can do that? Real is a word you shouldn't be using. Uh, yeah, let's not toy with that word in this particular <laughs> you can't say context. A real person that she said is not real. It's definitely a fake person. Yeah. A fake physical, a non hallucination. Mm. A material entity. That only she a can G- perceive. A G man. A G man. Yeah. An MIB. A, <laughs> a, 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 man, a man in black. A, black a man, man in black. A black man. A black man in black. (laughs) (laughs) Not real. This is why I say, to me, it's it's becoming more and more clear that it was some sort of absurd marketing gimmick. Mm, But I'm searching for reasons why. So, in order to do that, I'm. This is called Popper's falsification. Okay, not the asshole kind of Popper. You got to go through. What can't possibly be correct before you can start to approach what could be. So I'm having us kind of do this little thing like what could she have seen for us to determine the reaction was appropriate. So we, we've, we've, we've injected drugs into the situation, which, you know, could immediately make her do, you know, get rid of her inhibitions, do things that she normally wouldn't do. Could also have her detecting entities that others can't in in their present state of mind. I feel like that's the most diplomatic way to say it. So barring those possibilities, it seems very unreasonable a reaction to have. Uh, So the, obviously the fact that she is an, like has a career in marketing um, and sounds like a pretty prolific one. uh, So it certainly lends itself to that theory. Uh, the other thing, too, is that, man, if you think about it, think about how easy it is to go viral. Like, in some sense, it's really hard. You think about, like, constructing that perfect tweet or whatever that, you know, that just is sensational, just grabs people's attention and, and, and it goes viral. Mm-hmm. But if you just are willing to just have, like, a freak out in a public place, you can pretty much just go viral anytime you yeah, want. Yeah, you right? and I are podcasting with a guy who's apt to go viral soon enough with a few magic words. <laughs> it's got to be really easy. To <laughs> I'm not going to freak out in public, though. <laughs> but that would be really funny. It, it would. Yeah. It would be good for the show, and it would be funny. If but we if you laced to... you with drugs, would you? Do you think you would freak the fuck out? See, that's that's kind of why I am afraid of hallucinogens. Don't come to Chilliburg. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I, I could <laughs> scream the N word there on mushrooms all day, and nobody would care. So you you are you avoid hallucinogens. Because you believe you would, if you took some hallucinogens, you would go out in public and start yelling the N word at people. Yeah, either start yelling or just generally <laughs> lose, like lose control, lose lucidity. Car, car how many if taking hallucinogens? How many like degrees from that are you? Because <laughs> like, he's he's no he's zero degrees away. <laughs> he takes a hallucinogen. That's the first thing he's going out. I'm talking about like acid. Right. Well, maybe acid would make you more human, more nor- like more loving. You think less so? Less hateful. I don't know. Well, maybe de- it depends on the surroundings a lot, doesn't it? Set and setting. Yeah, yeah. But the hippie movement was completely fake. Yeah. And they all said loved one another. Yeah, I think they willed that though. Oh, the geist. Yeah. The geist. All right. Well, that's good. Let's get on. You want to get onto some news? Sure. Sure. Uh, Car, you got any news? You want me? You, nope. You, you got, got nothing? No, I've got uh, zero news. None. I'm, I'm just. You are to be here. driving my time up, dude. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's <laughs> the it's listeners all part of the plan. are furious. Yeah. They're not well. happy with this. All right. Let's talk about Craig Robertson. Uh, <laughs> first Craig and foremost. Robertson. Yeah. Um, uh, the shooting in Utah. Um, oh, Craig, this, I don't think. Craig, oh boy, dude, this guy's a, a listener, uh, for sure. Craig Robertson, uh, it happened in Provo. Have you ever been to Provo car? I've been through it. It's right near Salt Lake, right? It is, appears to be near Salt Lake. Like yes, south of it. Map. So in Provo, Utah, suspect, uh, shot and killed by FBI agents was connected 
to alleged threats against President Joe Biden. Oh, this guy. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh... The FBI agents were attempting to... Ser- <clears throat> attempting... <clears throat> sorry, there's something on my throat. Attempting to serve an arrest and search warrant in Provo when they shot and <clears throat> they shot and killed a suspect now identified as 75-year-old Craig DeLue Robertson at around 6.15 in the morning. Don't they always do, first of all, don't they always do red flags at like inconveniently early hours? Yes, yes. <laughs> they don't serve warrants at those hours generally, right. right? They try to catch you at a time when you'll be both awake and in the home. I don't know. Um, anyway, Craig Robertson, I don't even know, fellas, when I pulled this story, it's been about a week since this happened. When I pulled this story, I was concerned about how funny we're allowed to think it is. <laughs> <laughs> the accidental fed posting by just not being terribly concerned about uh, yeah because this guy got murked by the fbi biden's gestapo for things that we're like this close to joking about <laughs> yeah. like really close for instance on the well it just says 18 hours ago in the image i don't know 18 hours ago, Craig Robertson posted, I hear Biden is coming to Utah, digging out my old ghillie suit and cleaning the dust off my M24 sniper rifle. Welcome, (laughs) buffoon in chief. (laughs) Oh, man, what a good boomer post. He's 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 it's scary. It's a little scary. He he was the best. So it's it's not scary if you like we all know somebody like that. Yeah, and they just killed him. Yeah, no. that's, <laughs> yeah, we that's all knew the, somebody like that. We all knew that one listener that was yeah. like that. I was gonna say we're gonna, we're gonna check our like ge- geographic stats yeah, and find one, less, one less listener, one in fewer Utah. in Utah, <laughs> um, and a couple more one. in Langley. Another one from uh, March thirtieth at seven fifty nine p.m. It reads. The FBI tried to interfere with my free speech right in my driveway. My 45 ACP was ready to smoke them. And then it's just the emoji laughing background. <laughs> that like really like ridiculous yellow yeah. background. Yep. <laughs> and then here's, here's another really good one. To my friends in the Federal Bureau of Idiots. <laughs> I know you're reading this. And you have no idea how close your agents came to violent eradication. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's pretty spectacular. I really would love to get more. Maybe we'll do an over the line if I can dig up more things to just read from this modern day Shakespeare. Um, but he's gone. He, they killed him. They got rid of him. And, and if I may say, fair play. Fair play. Um, <laughs> you can't wear it on your sleeve this hard, fellas. It's not going to work out for you. But that was that. And so I guess somebody actually, the first person who tagged me in that, tagged me king of the week. <laughs> 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 and I'm going like, we'll be killed if we, if we yeah, put this guy in calm as king it down of the week. On the, yeah. So we're not going to king of the week the guy. I did like, um, I, really, I saw this really good meme about it where it was like... Uh, like Gen Z uh, dissident posters be like, you know, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, yeah, yeah. and then and then boomer, <laughs> boomer con posters, and it's the Sam Hyde picture. He's got to have more than just these few posts, dude. If the FBI caught word of him, oh, we know man, so many yeah. guys like this who haven't been killed by the FBI. He yeah, you're really right. Top one percent. <laughs> yeah. He had to be really top one percent of guys posting like this. Honestly, there had to have been something more going on because, like that, it. I mean, it is pretty on the nose, and it's on Facebook, like, like with your actual name. <laughs> That's the best like, part. Which isn't, which isn't, which is nuts. But like, it seems like that sort of shit's going on all over Facebook because boomers have absolutely no clue that the government is actually dangerous. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah, it's definitely uh, something in me says that he had to be. There had to be more going on. Yeah. But I don't know about that. 
here's another one. My <laughs> Democrat Eradicator. It's just an AR-15, a picture of an AR-15. Good a gas-operated point-and-shoot nail driver. <laughs> he identified himself as a MAGA-Trumper. He referred to Joe Biden as a lying idiot who is destroying America. Mm-hmm. Once he posted, as Patrick Henry said, and so shall I, give me liberty or give me death. He posted hundreds of posts about Second Amendment rights. He was the local ward bishop for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Wow. Hell yeah. Uh, his tone was getting more extreme over time. No, it was the trend. That's what got him. They were thinking that he was going to drive up to Salt Lake and shoot up the Federal Reserve Building. Okay, there was more here. Or at least that's what they say in post. He was generally (laughs) (laughs) well-liked. He probably was. That's the best part. He probably was. (laughs) One of his neighbors referred to him as kind of a weird old guy, but everybody knows a weird old guy. (laughs) I like that all his neighbors are kind of on his side. (laughs) I like that all of his neighbors are... Literally, that that same neighbor said, "You wouldn't imagine that the FBI would come and shoot him. You wouldn't, <laughs> <laughs> right? You this had to be Facebook guy. friends with the guy. <laughs> this is the guy. He definitely had his political views, which he was very public about on Facebook." Another neighbor said, "But I think deep down he was just a cranky old guy who was harmless." <laughs> <laughs> this guy was very well liked. Yeah, you, you can tell you, this you, guy did nothing but send out good vibes to those people around him because these people after this shit are yeah. like fully on his side. Yeah, 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 it's crazy. Really encouraging. See, we keep a good listener base. We still have some yeah, good we, listeners out there. As long as they interview view the right <laughs> handful of people across the United States after they kill us, then mm-hmm, we'll get mm-hmm. uh, favorable reviews. That's true. He once helped his neighbor build a new kitchen table and built a ramp for an older woman who moved to the neighborhood and had access troubles with her trailer. Look at that. Wow. Susan, overall, he was a good guy. Maybe the FBI should... Uh, Anyway, the next story. Um, <laughs> I had to. I sent this one to my dad. I didn't get a response, which was very concerning. <laughs> the New York Post article. I actually sent this to you too, Car. And I think I said. I think I said something like the perfect New York Post uh, article. The article oh, is yes. entitled "Crocodiles Are Attracted to the Terrified Screams of Infants." <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Jesus. That's that's one of those double takes when you're scrolling by, like you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, what? <laughs> There's so many questions that I have about it. So there was a, a research project on the Nile crocodile, the most uh, deadly species of crocodile. Um they found the Royal Society, who was doing the investigation, the Royal Society, I think is how you have to say it legally are attracted to the screeching, to the shrieking cries of terrified infants in ways unbeknownst to other wildlife. <laughs> okay. The intensity of crocodile response depends critically on a set of specific acoustic features, mainly deterministic chaos, harmonicity, and spectral prominences, the data noted adding that fellow high-pitched chants from bonobos and chimpanzees also make the list. Our results suggest that crocodiles are sensitive to the degree of distress encoded in the vocalizations of phylogenically very distant vertebrates. So in the same way that uh, a a woman with a child, actually women without children do this, um, at night, it's when women are asleep, it's more likely that they will hear high pitched noises and wake up than if they hear low pitched noises. They don't wake up. It's about mm-hmm. babies. Uh, similarly, a thing with cats. If you have a cat, you know sometimes cats make that weird noise that sounds a lot like a baby. They're doing it on purpose to get your attention. They learn how to do it. In other words, crocodiles can sense the fear of babies, whether human or primate. Researchers say these predatory reptiles can detect dread better than other people. 
I don't know how they tested this out. Obviously, I, I imagine they kind of held a baby out. <laughs> Scientists have isolated the noise that most agitates crocodiles. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's what got him. That's what got that pharaoh back in the day. That's what got him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys see the the uh, the Neanderthal? The guy doing the Neanderthal voice? Or yes, yes, it was so stupid. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that that video. <laughs> Scientists have isolated. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! God, that was good. Right, let me see if I can find it. Oh, here we go. Let's try male human voice. Count over three. One, two, three. Just pitch up your voice. One, two, three. Let's just add a bit of nasal now. One, two, three. Now, the other thing that would be happening, which would actually increase that quality, is a very heavy skull that seems to pull down into the throat there. Now, speak. One, two, three. Now, let's Jesus, make a sound. Come on. Let's make a... Jesus. God. That's the noise Craig Robertson made <laughs> 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 in his last moment. Ah! Hell yeah, dude! Yeah. So crocodiles probably found that sound to be kind of similarly enchanting. Mm-hmm. Um, baby screams. Uh, okay, this is not the story that you were going to want to hear, Aaron. But this will be a story that you want to hear. Gay Obama is the title that I have for this story. <laughs> Uh, here, um, Obama. Re, I don't know who it was, but a petty ex of Barack Obama's, a woman. I know, surprising. Um, had released a a uh, letters, a forty year old letter that he wrote to an ex girlfriend after Obama's biographer David Garrow gave a long interview on the one time commander in chief. So one of the questions in this interview was, "Is he a gay guy?" <laughs> Which is just great to ask that, that question. In regards to homosexuality, this is Obama writing, who was 21 at the time. I must say that I believe this is an attempt to remove oneself from the present. A refusal, perhaps, to perpetuate the endless farce of earthly life. You see, I make love to men daily, but in the imagination. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't know what it means either. My mind is androgynous to a great extent, and I hope to make it more so until I can think in terms of people, not women as opposed to men. But in returning to the body, I see that I have been made a man, and physically in life, I choose to accept that contingency. This was in a love. This was in a love letter. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. And so, wait, who wrote what this? You think this was Obama? Do I think it was retconned? What do you mean by that? Like, he didn't actually say that. It's just something that uh, they miraculously found that happens to um, go hand in hand with the current zeitgeist. I don't know, man. It, this seems real to me. They got the letter. Uh, letters there addressed from Barack Obama, the place he used to live. I don't know, man. And we all think he's gay, right? Three, two, one, say yes or no if you vote Obama's gay. Three, two, one, of course. Yes. yes. Yeah. Of course he's gay. Father of two, married to Mike Michelle since 1992. Another thing he wrote in an email, I'm a historian, not a psychologist, but I think it's public record news that a vast majority of human beings have sexual fantasies. What? Doesn't even mean anything. <laughs> he does. He's never said anything that uh, has meant let me anything. Be clear. Yeah. <laughs> And then says the least clear yeah, thing. Yeah, the least clear says thing. a completely not clear thing, yeah. Unbelievable. Here's the story that you're really, you're really going to like. I don't really know if me talking about this story is going to do it justice. So, Aaron, I'm going to play the whole, I don't know what you call it, a news report to you. And I just want you to kind of give your thoughts when it ends. It's about a minute long. All right. All right. Okay, take a listen. It's a sound you might not expect to hear outside of downtown Walgreens. The store is just one of several now playing classical music outside. 
but the tunes are not for ambiance. NBC5 Charlie Wojciechowski explains. This was the scene last month at a South Loop 7-Eleven. A teen takeover had left the convenience store in shambles. The next day, while debris still littered the street, speakers on the building blared opera. Music is the new tool here at Walgreens stores in River North and Greektown as well. But the reason for the music, according to Walgreens, is not to attract shoppers, but rather to discourage people from hanging around the store. In a statement, a company spokesperson confirmed at various locations, we have implemented a recorded music loop that plays classical music outside of some stores to help deter loitering on the premises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where, amazing. where is this? Because that they do this in Austin. <laughs> no way. Because black people are afraid of classical music. Yeah, dude, it's no, it's just irritating. It's 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 at like an incredibly high volume. I've been to like a number of gas stations that do this in Austin when I have to travel down there for work. It's so irritating. I have, I have no to listen. Idea. No, it's 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 ludicrous. You're sitting there filling up the, your tank. Like if I get caught in the wrong like area, of Austin, and you're it's just blasting blasting this opera is a or classical music that this podcast would come up with i know it's insane <laughs> it's insane a couple I, I, of scholars looting your business throw on some wagner <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh it's oh, ridiculous fuck. man that can't work right there weren't any homeless <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i mean it's either that's that what, or you know. spray them down with water. Where will they go? Who cares? <laughs> away from the away from the cultured music. Yeah, I'm that's all for so it. Crazy to me. It is dystopian's not the right word. But the Imagine first time I went encou- through a black neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude. It, no, I'm serious, man. It's really bizarre. It's really bizarre. The first time I ever, I'd never heard of it, and I like pull into a gas station, and I open my car door, and immediately, I mean just like like as if you're at a concert i mean it's it is overwhelmingly loud you know just random old classical music and you're sitting there filling it up and it took me a while to kind of figure it out and i was like oh this is irritating me so it would irritate anybody who is hanging around the gas station for an extended period of time jesus it's um yeah it's it's bizarre is the loitering what's making walgreens lose items from its shelves like if you're gonna go in there and you're gonna steal stuff no, I think it's uh, no. That's like a broken window thing, bird. It's like no. They it just don't want people. Because you get, I mean, dude, in Austin, it's ridiculous. You'll get like, you'll pull into places and there's thirty homeless people hanging out in front of the, and nobody wants to go into the store. That it's just entirely to keep the homeless people away from the. The way that of- the video like frames it is that it's to deter like looters and like teenagers who. Well, took I'm sure over it doesn't store. hurt. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of lo- a lot of people that are looting the store are probably at, at first hanging out around the store, right? I mean, <laughs> just going in there, going in there, and then they flip on some Vivaldi, and they like everybody's like, "All right, we'll go. We're gonna." Yeah. Out of here. Well, I mean, I you see it all the time, right? Like you see like homeless yeah. people just going into the store to fill up like a cup of ice or a cup of water, which whatever fine but like you like they're they're stealing stuff too while they're in there you know like ice no it's a it's a broken window approach that's very optimistic i think so i like it or though. at least that's I, how it's, it's very board. good for the show it's very very good for the show well we got a king of the week nomination here because I can't give it to Craig Robertson. Yeah, we can unfortunately we cannot. Actually, I'm sorry, Queen of the Week. If I'm if I'm reading this correctly, this would be Queen of the Week. The Queen of the Week this week. Christ, open it up. The Queen of the Week this week is a Florida woman whose name is Nicole Max. Thirty five years old. She was charged with tampering with evidence and resisting arrest with violence and premeditated first-degree murder of the 79-year-old Michael Sarasoli on August 5th per probable cause affidavit, which was shared with Fox. Why is she the Queen of the Week? Well, first of all, they found her. She was soaked in blood. Murder accrued. And then she poured soda all over herself. All right. Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew she poured. 
all over her body. Firefighters get called to the establishment, the smoking home of this guy. Clothes on the second floor were set on fire and the entire, the flames got throughout the entire second floor. First responders found Sarazoli lying face down, blood spattered, suffering blunt force trauma to the head. Two cell phones were recovered, one of the victims and one of the killers. A blood-stained knife was also secured. And less than two hours later, they found Max covered in blood and Mountain Dew. Ripped shirt outside a crystal restaurant. When they approached, police said she dropped a knife and the hammer she was carrying. She was later questioned. They asked her why she was pouring soda all over herself. She said that she was pouring soda all over herself to erase the DNA evidence of killing her roommate. <laughs> what? 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 Did it work? Aaron, they, I'm going to read again how they found her. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me blood, when we lost you. Ripped shirt. <laughs> she had a finger in her pocket. And both of them murder weapons. Yeah, well, two but out that's of the three also murder weapons. You're right. You're the so DNA right about is that. the thing that really clinches the deal. So they found her at a crystals. And when they arrested her, she asked for a can of Diet Mountain Dew. Of course, this was before they questioned her. The police actually obliged her and said, okay, we'll get you a Diet Mountain Dew. She began to procrastinate with the drink. Didn't drink it. And detectives had to pull the can away from her. But before they did, she was resisting arrest and poured the can of soda all over her body and her hair. Dose number two. At the house, she did a gallon. Now she's being arrested and she gets another can's worth. So she was charged with tampering with evidence, which the evidence I assume is her, is her, her person. Recent study indicated that sucralose which is a common artificial sweetener. You may know it as Splenda. It's found in Diet Mountain Dew and other sodas can actually break down the genetic material so, that makes up DNA. It did work. Here's the thing that I neglected to tell you. The woman is in the medical industry. Oh. She knew this. She was well aware. But you know what else is really interesting? Not only is she in the medical industry, she has a neck tattoo. And it says something like Derek's bitch on it. Huh. <laughs> uh, she's an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> so researchers found that the sweetener actually... Can could. you imagine looking up from the operating room table <laughs> as your doctor approaches and they're putting, the, uh, they're putting you down for the, for the, yeah. the, the knee yep. surgery and you just see the last thing you see is Derek's bitch Derek's on somebody's bitch. neck. <laughs> That'd be tough, man. That'd be tough. Oh, it actually looks like it says Dale's bitch. Not that it, not that it makes a huge <laughs> difference, but it's Dale instead of Derek is what it seems like it says. For a moment, you're horrified that it says Derek's bitch, but then you see that it says Dale's bitch. <laughs> Dale, who? Comfortably go off to sleep. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, apparently sucralose does destroy uh, DNA materials. So, stop drinking diet products, please, everybody. Stop doing that. Uh, People are referring to as the spider lady because she's got a lot of web tattoos on her arms and, you know, the Dale's bitch tattoo on the neck and all that. (laughs) Um, She also, here's the other thing. They're calling her Spider Lady because she had a collection of spiders in the house that she said she had to go home to while they were arresting her to feed. To feed. To feed the spiders. So I'm I'm thinking that this woman might be uh, on that side of the medical industry where, like, on the episode of NCIS, they kind of go into a weird basement and there's only somebody with one eye and they're the person who creates the truth serum or something like that. Mm -hmm. She was one of these kind of medical people. Like murderers turned medicine, you know, medical workers. That's what I feel. Oh at least. man, there was a there was a Netflix series on that exact thing, and it was actually kind of good. Just a like a surgeon that keeps killing the patients, and the hospital's like, "Well, you know, we'll just move them to this floor." And then he oh, are you talking <laughs> about the one, the guy that the uh, like spinal surgeon down here in Dallas? Uh, it might have been based on that, but I think the. Uh, I think the character in the show is a woman. 
Okay. No, this was a dude, uh, but they did a whole podcast on it. Um, a murder guy, a, mur- a, a spine murderer kind of guy? Spine murderer, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That's that, what the, that's that might have been what the show called. is based on, because it was like a spine surgeon. It would be like yeah. a really simple procedure. Right. And then yep. like the patient would die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, and I think it was pretty recent down here. I think it happened like 10 years ago. Yeah. Let's see what Crazy. the people think about this woman. Here's some comments from the New York Post article. Nothing says Florida like a neck tattoo and Mountain Dew. That's true. <laughs> I would say that's true. In Kentucky, she's what's called a keeper. They love the dew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good knowledge there. Yep. I like this one a lot. This is a Craig Robertson type of post. Neck tattoos are not an indicator of mental stability. She looks 35 and looks mid-40s. She's 35 and looks mid-40s. Typical liberal. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh boy. Just find it anyway. Just find Any it way anyway. to wedge it in. I do like all of these people who are like, that neck tattoo, you should have known. And <laughs> the spiders could have been an indication. The pouring Mountain Dew all over pouring, herself could have yeah, been Mountain the indication. Dew. Could have been any of these things. Diet Mountain Dew is the greatest caffeine delivery system on Earth. Maybe even in the entire galaxy. This hag should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law for waste. Wow. The, the oh, dude. And the, the murder was not so great either. <laughs> Damn. Got a couple of jokesters in the comments section of this. A couple one, of clowns in there. A couple, a couple of clowns. Yeah. yeah, a couple of clowns. Well, that's almost all of our stories. That's our queen of the week this week. Um, I do have one story left, but I want to check in. How are we doing today? I'm pretty satisfied with uh, everything we've covered. Honestly, it's been a it's been a whimsical day, whimsical uh, day and week. I think so far. I think we've been we covered the things that we needed to cover. Uh, oh, they arrested Donald Trump for the sixth time. You heard? Yeah. What can I get? I uh, know I feel like an idiot asking every time, but like, <laughs> like where what is where are we at here? We're at arrest number four. Okay. This time is he, he arrested stole or is he like somebody. is he walking He's around? Super or? somewhere. Aaron, do you know? Yeah, he got indicted for something in Georgia now about uh, great. Either it's something to do with the fake electors. Is or, he going to go to jail? Like what? What? A, aren't you on? just waiting for it already? Get it over I with. Think, yeah, just, I think we're we in agreement something? that it would be good for the show. Excellent. Oh yeah, yeah, excellent. I mean, it's weird. Well, did you see that he said he was coming back to Twitter? Oh hell yeah! Oh, That'd I didn't see sweet. that. That would be even better. He for did. The show. He posted on Truth dot com. See you over on Twitter soon. I hear they're calling it X now, but I'll always call it Twitter. <laughs> oh, good. Thank, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Donald. So, uh, um, so is he, but I mean, I'm uh, seriously though, like is the guy going to jail or not? I yeah, mean, for know? sure. Right. He at is? this point, for sure. No. Has to. I, I don't know, man. He is still the Teflon Don. Yeah. That is such an axiom of his life, dude. Now that you say that. That's like every, really everything about the guy. Yeah, we, we can't forget. I know it's 2023, but we can't forget that he's the Teflon Don. You're right. I mean, that inspires something. Maybe not confidence is the word, no. but there's something. It inspires something. Okay. How else are we doing? Aaron, how are you? You've been away for a while. Any ponderances? Any things you've come across in your life? Uh, New troubles? Bridal shower yesterday. Um, oh, good crowd. Okay. Good, good turnout. Uh, I have about six charcuterie boards now. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's it's very really nice. Married I uh, lost my multi tool today. I'm pretty bummed out about that, actually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Overall, a five out of ten week for you. Yeah, so far. I mean, so far it's lacking. <laughs> oh, are you going to and- do anything on your end? The what? Are you gonna do like a like a like a bachelor party? Like, are you gonna do anything on your end? Yeah, we'll have a little get together, but uh, get nothing, together. nothing crazy. On, Tues- on Tuesday at seven p.m. <laughs> yeah, right. Tuesday at seven. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, oh, it's the only time on my schedule that's free. <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually looking like it's gonna be on a Wednesday. Okay. Oh, so. see, that's not a good thing. Yeah, I know, because that's when the news happens. <laughs> yeah, why would you do that on a? We gotta wait a week to hear the results. Yeah, no, that won't be uh, that won't be for a little while. But um, okay. Yeah, as far as like wedding planning goes, I'm I'm very hands off, thank God. Unless unless she hears something about someone, and then I get yelled at, and then yeah. Okay. 
man, I got a wedding coming up and it is, I'll just put it a, like in the category of logistical catastrophe. Oh yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. A big wedding, small wedding. I don't know much about the wedding at all. Uh-huh. It's one of those deals where I'm, I am Blissful very close. Word. I'm very close with someone who's very important to the wedding, but I don't know anyone else at the wedding pretty much. So it's like one of those deals. Oh, I've had, yep. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm it, like, I'm, in the inner nexus, but I'm also completely unaware of most of the happenings. Are you like a groomsman or something? No, 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 no. I'm just attending. Oh, nice. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the bachelorette party was a catastrophe. Um, the bachelor party, which I am going to is coming up here. Are you hoping that's going to no be a idea catastrophe? What to expect. Okay. I have you no know. idea what to expect from it. And okay. the wedding, uh, is, Heading south pretty quick. So, really? So, what could yeah. make a wedding this far out go south? Uh, my understanding is that, and it's not really a surprise because of who's getting married. I, I love the guy, but um, just, well, I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> it, the, the logistics, communication, um, planning. Uh, yeah, it's just been, it's just been every day brings a new new adventure that i get to hear about from you know through my through my friends i will so tell you a, that by far if if any of you ever end up getting married somehow um the guest list is the most stressful item in in yeah. the entire process oh i'm sure Boy, I'm well i see i had uh, my some of my good friends did a destination wedding in mexico uh last year so i was down at that and what they basically did was just they made the guest list is big they just didn't cut anybody and they just let the expense of the travel do the cutting and they were just like yeah everybody's invited but mm-hmm. uh you're paying your own way and and we'll block off some rooms for a discount but you know you got to get down to mexico yeah like Which where they, it was the smoothest wedding I've, I've, I've ever been oh, to. Oh, and the, well, it wasn't. Well, your Mexico trip wasn't that smooth, if I recall correctly. But <laughs> uh, the wedding, that, there was a hiccup well. there. there that, yeah. And it was during that trip. There was a slight hiccup. I remember. <laughs> it's <laughs> not related to matrimony. It you was unrelated crazy? to match. I can't remember. You can because it happened to you. We do this thing where we're like half of the things we say are like lies and kayfabe. I can't yeah. remember if the thing that we did for that, like the your like announcement of apology, was like a real thing that happened. Half and half. <laughs> yeah, half and half. <laughs> it's laced with lies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was it, the the main the main plumbing was there but the uh uh-huh. but, but the, I oh, the plumbing certainly was there as from what well. i from what i heard about the <laughs> about the faux pas no that was um, not that was that that was part of the kayfabe but don't say it don't say it yeah <laughs> we think all right fine i'll give you my my king of the week a wisconsin mother recently called 911 in a panic Where's my son? I can't find my son. She's looking for her kid. Search goes on for hours, looking for a missing three-year-old son who was put in his crib before bedtime. (laughs) He was not in the house. Oh. He was not in the basement. He was not in the front yard or the backyard. So the 23-year-old mother... Immediately calls 911 because, you know, she has no idea where this kid is. What could be happening? Police responded to the distressed mother's home, as the woman describes, in less than two minutes, which is pretty, pretty good. Very good response time. She's holding up a photo of her son in their hand. And one of the cops looks at it and goes, thinking for a while, thinking for a while, where have I seen this kid before? Well, it turns out that about an hour before she makes the phone call, so who knows how long the kid has been gone, she discovers the kid at some point, makes the phone call. About two hours beforehand, her three-year-old son, Aiden, was discovered at a McDonald's across the road from home, a roughly 0.2-mile journey. Wow. Sitting, Sitting at one of the tables, eating some chicken nuggets until he could Damn. be found. Damn. We run in. He goes, hey, mom. <laughs> He's in the play area. He's having fast food. The McDonald's people are taking care of him. He, he was vibing, playing with other children. 
she was too, you know, relieved to end up being angry at her son. And since then has installed childproof safety locks and latches on the doors. I love this kid and that this kid, the first thing he does is, I'm just going to go to McDonald's. I just want to play. And you know what? I feel much like this kid many days, I have to say. Some days I just want to play. King of the week. Some days it's King of the week. into the cave. Some days it's into the ball pit. Hey, watch out for your chocolate chips, uh, your chocolate chip cookies, dude. They might have uh, wood in them, from what I understand. I oh, saw yeah? an article about this. Yeah, apparently they found wood chips in a Toll House chocolate chip cookie, uh, you know, where do you make them yourself in the oven. Wow. Wood chips. Cool. Cool. Anything else, boys? Hmm. Any other pressing mm-hmm. news? It's still very hot down here. Oh, it's gonna. You know what's freaking me out? I think we're gonna have a hell of a hurricane season. You think? Oh yeah, because one of the factors with all that is the heat of the surface temperature of the water, and it and is just the general attitude toasty. of the Jews. El Nino. That's what they call them. Yeah. <laughs> El Ninos. <laughs> El Ninos, that's the oh. chapter of Jews that control the weather. <laughs> the El Nino brothers. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't scoff at, at our Jewish jokes, after, after returning to our podcast after doing episode six of The Jews and Their Lies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he comes over here to scoff at, at a pretty a mild, mild Jewish yeah. joke. Plucking the low-hanging fruit. Let's <laughs> It's El Nino? <laughs> I thought that was creative. I thought that was very creative. I, I did too, as a as a co owner of that mm. joke. I thought it was yeah. kind of creative too. Yeah. I thought it was too. I think you're being very judgmental, Iron. But we'll hear what you have to say next week if you come back for next we'll week. See. I'm, roll, I'm <laughs> rolling it around. You'll yeah. see how this bachelor party goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good. No, very that's good. not for uh, that's not for a few weeks. We better. No. I, we got to do an over a line about it because the last time you told me about someone else's bachelor party where they got pissed on in their mouth or whatever, I'd like to actually hear a, a pleasant story. About I will have party. an over the line about this upcoming wedding. I can guarantee you will. That. Okay. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, there, there's yep. no way I don't come out of it with some insane story. I mean, just okay. no way. Yeah. Can yeah. you frame them as uh, lessons learned? That would really help me out. <laughs> <laughs> Let, oh yeah, yeah. We can take do that. Ba- take back what you need to tell Aaron. <laughs> I know. Okay, don't do this. <laughs> mm. All right. Well, we'll uh, end it there. Um, okay. If you spot uh, any train derailments, I mean, eighteen wheels. I don't. Don't stop giving me the six wheels. Stop giving yeah. me six wheels. Gotta be stop a semi. Stop giving me eight wheels. Semi truck. Send yep. it over. Little okay. mall. I haven't seen her in a few weeks. Send nope. it over. You know yep. how it works. All right. Well, until next week, two hands on the wheel. <laughs>